Man, uh, I only got one thing to say. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> no, you're the best. <laughs> well, I, 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 got, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring you on here, most importantly, because one, it's freaking scorching hot outside. The sun is what's causing that, and you do solar. And right. I, I, th- I thought it would be a better time than right now and about to be the middle of summer. Are we in the, we're in the middle of summer, basically. Uh, I think summer is, is officially starting, I want to say this next week, officially, like okay. I heard on the news, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, it, it feels I, like summer. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I thought it was like June, because it's the middle of the month, right? Or like June and July or the yeah. mid, middle in month. June, I think it's, it's starting, uh, starting summer, officially, like okay. summer. I thought we were already in summer, see how less how lost I am. <laughs> it's just the heat. That's just causing it. No we had a couple. Well, we had a week of 100 plus uh, degrees. Are you feeling uh, that in Austin too? Oh yeah, it's oh, hotter yeah. down there, isn't it? And up here in Dallas, uh, I think we're. It's a lot more dry heat, and the more that you go east to Houston, the more wet, like a sauna. It's mm. like a difference between a a hot. Uh, you know, stones in, in the workout room and then like a sauna where it's just full of water. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, no, that's what it feels like right now. And literally, uh, I have to fix my car. It just broke. Uh, and this, the little fan, the, what keeps it yeah. cool, um, it's going out. So now I'm driving home. Sometimes it works. Like if I'm driving, it's fine. But if I'm like stopped, it just like it's the AC stops working. It's a 2011 paid off car. I'm happy. I learned uh, you taught me that to pay off my car too. Thank you for that gotta, advice. A long time get ago. Done. I'll give you some other advice. If, if it's that hot, you got to stick your head out the window and get the, <laughs> get the breeze. It's like an oven. Heck yeah. No, literally what I do, I have to roll them all down. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to, again, I wanted to get you on here. Well, mainly the third part because you do solar, man. How are things going? How are things going for you? You've been, tell us, uh, like, how long have you been doing solar for the first, in, in the first place for people that don't know? Yeah. So I've been doing solar roughly about six years now, uh, six years. So, you know, as you know, I, I started in security, did a lot of uh, work uh, with Vault was our, you know, our company. We we rocked and rolled, and then uh, shit hit the fan, and rest I, in peace. Uh, I jumped into <laughs> yeah, I jumped into solar roughly like I think it was 2016, 17, um, and then just didn't look back, man. I I I literally had to learn solar from the ground up because there wasn't too many mentors. It was kind of new at the time, so I just went on YouTube and and really just watch the videos until YouTube. like two in the morning yeah because youtube like what is solar what is a panel what is an inverter you know i'm just like just educated myself uh youtube was definitely my tool to to get into the solar industry okay. um you know you hear you hear elon musk talk about and and we'll get into that discussion absolutely you know, yeah like <laughs> A college degree is worthless because all the, you know, resources we have is totally, totally right. I mean, you know, as far as like being able to YouTube anything and get that, that knowledge. So I grinded my teeth on, on YouTube, learning it. Um, you know, I partnered with a, uh, a company, um, 
Oh, are we, are we saying names out there? We call yeah, them yeah. Wild, if if you want, if you want, we give them shout outs. We throw them down into the gutters, whatever you want. This is this is the late podcast. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started. Uh, we started in. Um, we started a company here in Central Texas. I'm. I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to name any names, but if people are listening to this, they and know. They'll, they'll know who those people are. I know the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, the, partnered up. Uh, we ran a company here in Central Texas. I learned a lot from the operational side of uh, of solar. So you know, I'm continuously learning. Continuously learning. That partnership went south. Um, you know, we had a fucked hard partner. Thought he could do it all, and uh, ultimately that crashed and burned. But uh, when I left that, I went and did some consulting for uh, installation companies and and. Um, you know, I already knew sales. So really, I just partnered with some install companies, helped them out, um, continuously uh, built Rufio in the background, which mm -hmm. is, is the company I operate today. Mm -hmm. um, and while I was doing the consulting and building it up, um, you know, towards the end of my contract with uh, the consulting company, mm -hmm. uh, COVID happened. So, oh, you know, yeah. everyone had to like back off on contracts and, and just overall everything yeah um and then i just hopped in the lab man and just focused more on rufio and building that out uh internalizing yeah uh, more of the operations financing um engineering just every part that i've learned over the years just bringing in more in-house and and refining the process um and then you know just Wait, can uh, this I can i yeah, yeah. can i ask you something what was this because you said uh because we were talking literally right before this you're saying like learning it's not it's not failures it's learning uh yeah. you know the fucktard <laughs> uh, uh partner what are things that you learned from him because that was obviously a failure yeah um i mean you you learn through partners and failure failure partnerships like what not to do mm -hmm. um especially just in partnerships in general. So okay. I, I learned, you know, um, how to structure things moving forward and, and knowing that it's, you know, I don't know, for me now, knowing, you know, how many partners I've had in my right. career, I just, I, <laughs> you know, I've had people now come to me and, hey, let's partner up. Let's, You're like, nope. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, here, let me cut you a check and be a partner. Nope. I don't even care, man, because I, I know where that road goes down with me having a partner, right? So, like, not doing it again. Yeah. Um, so I learned that. Um, but, um, you know, from your partners, you you learn the, you know, you, you kind of share responsibility of a partnership uh, in a company. So you learn your um, your partner's strengths and weaknesses. And and um, and this, in this instant, I kind of just sucked his soul <laughs> uh from uh from what i was you know what i was put through um uh -huh. and then just took what i what i learned and yeah of course and applied it right so right. it you know what goes around comes around um right. and uh you know it, it definitely did and and i'm in a better place for it right um but um you know you learn your you learn the most at your lowest point i think I think really? that's definitely the takeaway. Yeah, you definitely, you, you have to, because when you look back at your lowest points, those are the the moments like when, when you're able to, to really like, 
you know, dig deep and put your foot in the dirt and pivot mm-hmm. and take those experiences. And then like a pitcher, you know, throwing a fastball, they push off of that mound and you're, you're able to make those decisions a lot faster. And, and how do you, oh. so how do you like, cause most people and it's funny. Cause I learned pivot. I was thinking of pivot. In, fa- in fact, whenever COVID started, it was a pivot that businesses and a bunch of people had to do, but mm-hmm. how do you pivot whenever you're just, you know, in the lowest point? Cause how can you even think how to, how to, how did you. So most people know this and cause they've been there or they're there right now is when you hit rock bottom, um, and, and I'm just talking about business sense. I mean, right. I have a whole personal side where, right. you know, my family and, and my daughter, it was, it was like a double down on what I call getting kicked in the nuts. Right. And you're like, shit, mm-hmm. man, can anything worse happen? Right. Um, but when you're at that lowest moment and you can't go any lower, that it, it kind of creates that pivot for you. Uh-huh. Right. It does. Either end, okay. You either, you either end that moment um, or you pivot and you have to, cause it's like, you know, it's like you yeah. see in Bitcoin right now, right? <laughs> it's going down. It's going, but there's a, there's a base, right? There's a, there's a uh, floor that it will, you know, hit Correct. and, you know, go back Correct. up. If Correct. not, it'll die. Right. 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 So that's, it's... you know, in, in your personal life, it's the same thing, you know, you're, or business and you know i just speak about both but mm-hmm. you know you, you'll hit your lowest point and then you're forced to pivot or die that's true yeah because you have to it's like you're you want to survive you want to get out of that place you don't it's not a natural place to be in mm-hmm. or a comfortable one either so and every every pivot you you learn it's like it's like leveling up right it's like right. getting to the next level mm-hmm. and then you learn from your old pivot and mm-hmm. then, cause I know, you know, right now I feel like I'm at a high, you know, I right. teach don't, don't be too high. Don't be too low. Keep, you know, your, your head, you know, on a, on a even keel, but even at your highest point, you know, you're going to be down. I mean, at least I know, right. And, you know, for right. people listening to this, like expect that no one's always going to be at a high, mm-hmm. um, Nobody. Yeah. And, you know, that's, and I compare that to like your heart beating. Right. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, you're alive. As it keeps going up and it keeps going down, it keeps going up, keeps going down. Oh, wow. I never thought about it like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, you know, and and it's some some deep stuff with people probably like, like, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) Smoking some good weed. (laughs) That that stuff hits. That's it. (laughs) You're so right. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Man, I, we had so many good times and it's true. You really do teach that, man. Even because uh, I, uh, I still consider myself a mentor of yours and a friend and, oh, sorry, not a mentor. I uh, consider you a mentor of me. Sorry for me. Mentor. That's what I meant. Sorry, mentor-y. people. I'm not the mentor. Uh-huh. He's the Jedi master. Not he. Uh, not me. Uh, he really does teach that. He really does teach like keeping, you know, yourself leveled. I mean, you've probably seen me grow up. And I don't even notice it, you know, seeing me grow from like, you know, go talk real fast to more like JD, you know? And yeah, man, uh, I'm, I remember your first summer. I remember recruiting. I remember those, those long days when we were out in the, the sun and, and I mean, you gather, you know, so much of the, you know, it's, it's just picking up, you know, little coins along right. the way that you put in your pocket that you right. can use it later. Yeah. And you, 
and he, it's not he's not only for people listening he's not only just saying this he's like he literally lives it i tra- i trained next to him he trained me and i've never been so lucky to work with someone like jd because man you dude you got it bro you got it figured out like the whole like managing stuff like you're pretty good at it pretty well good i'll tell it. you this man it, it's reciprocal so if you have a good pupil or mentor or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that not only um you know is hardworking, positive attitude teachable and coachable those are mm-hmm. the core values that we always instilled um but actually liking you, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but besides business I'll, I'll, right. i had fun we had fun like you know those those drives to the um dallas university yes. and like all those you UTAs, know. smu yeah. no, no, what is it where do we go uh, tcu <laughs> yeah. so those you know that that's that's cool because it's like icing on the cake with working with someone like right. yourself so makes you know, makes that job as the the manager easier <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna confess something on here you know i never felt like i was doing enough when i was with you like I always felt like I always like needed to prove like man like I like I and I would always I think I would always ask you too like I'm like man like and then you told me one time like you're the only one here like, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I was too hard on myself or something man because uh, I yeah, I really well, enjoyed it I really enjoyed recruiting it was freaking awesome actually yeah <laughs> no, like I said it, it's definitely reciprocal so like you were thinking the same thing that I was thinking at the time I'm like. Dude, this guy's like, here, he's really one. <laughs> what can I do to show him? We're figuring it out. <laughs> you know? That's funny. That's funny. So, I mean, it was like, it was actually, a, it's, it was an interesting experience for me because you tapped my shoulder in UTA and I was looking for like a sales organization to go. So I was just getting into like Grant mm-hmm. Cardone and all this stuff. And then JD pops up and then, you know, did his spiel at vault office and i will never i asked you if i did like 125 or if you who did like the 125 was it you that did 125 i did i did 125 my first year there you go that's done like 100 accounts and security like pretty much every year but it was uh for everybody listening that's nuts (laughs) it is completely bizarre (laughs) and when i'm saying like in a in a 14 week period a summer yes you know boot camp that's that's a lot of accounts that's a lot of accounts i mean that's averaging that's what three that's 14 weeks seven days a week seven times 10 70 that's averaging like one point something deals every every time you went out you sold Mm -hmm. yeah it was amazing it was amazing to watch it too (laughs) it really was and you you talked the same you talked the same the entire time Man. And, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, it's, it's brainwashing, you mm-hmm. know, it's literally mm-hmm. brainwash yourself mm-hmm. to, you know, the first year I did it, I, I had no idea what the hell I was doing, <laughs> but I knew that I was going to go do it and do it better than anybody. So that, you know, that brainwashed myself to just do it, right. you know, nine tenths of the battle was just taking that first step. Right. And door knocking, you'd made six figures door knocking. Mm-hmm. First Jesus year. Christ. Um, shit i did it for 10 years man from when i was 22 to about 32 and um 30 it's probably a little bit even more 30 yeah about 32 years old so 22 to 32 man a decade knocking doors yeah a decade knocking doors yeah no wonder you're so good at 
running companies now and stuff, man. You've literally talked to just about every human being on earth yeah. <laughs> in Texas, uh, the U.S. It, it teaches you, you know, like you 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 learn to. And this, for anybody listening to this, if you if you want a marketing degree or an advertising or communication degree, go knock doors for a year, or shit, even knock for like three months. But don't give up and don't quit. And that you know that'll equate to a um a college degree in in mm -hmm. all reality you know being able to to do that complete it and being successful is like passing the class or the course so if you're able to do that then you know you're, you're basically getting a college degree for nothing and okay. and I, I know you can attest to that we, yeah you absolutely went through, you went through the program and um you know i'm sure just that 14 weeks that we were out there you know, it kind of changes I mean, the perspective. If I'm being honest, it still fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, in the best way possible. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I use the same skills. I use, I still use them. I, I use them in my work today. And I, I will continue to use them for the rest of my life, actually. Mm -hmm. Everything, like, you know, talking to people, like making sure that, you know, that, you know, you, you're making them feel comfortable, that you understand what they're saying and that you're communicating it well enough for them to understand it. Mm -hmm. It's really all it is. And during it, knocking doors, middle of scotch, a scotch for yes, hot scorching summer. But man, that yeah. it, it was, it was really fun. It was really fun, man. It was nice. Yeah. And that, I mean, I can, I can attest to, you know, if, if you, if you do that type of work long enough, Mm -hmm. it it kind of foundates you to to do anything man like right you know you, you would get rejected so many times on the doors like there's nothing anybody can say that's gonna say any <laughs> otherwise okay. i'm gonna take you with me i'm gonna go get some some water or no you're good yeah you're good no you're good <laughs> doing uh, it on the podcast <laughs> heck yeah no it's oh, man I, I always think about those moments that I've been wanting uh, and I, I was wanting to ask you, uh, like, what was your perception as a manager, like having, you know, a bunch of college kids and what made it so exciting? What was your plan? How did, how did you make it so successful? Cause it was. The, the main ingredient is just having fun, man. Um, you know, with your, with your teams, if you're a sales manager, the best thing you can do um, in teaching and leading and um, is just have fun with the process, man. Everyone knows it's a job. Right. Everyone knows they got to hit numbers. Right. Everyone knows like you got to, you got to take it to the next level. You got deadlines, you got, you know, all the, the, uh, the chair chatter that has to be done, but like have fun with it, man. Like make a game. Like you remember we used to, we used to play all types of sales games in our, our meetings every morning. We'd have like uh, everything from shit, tic-tac-toe to what else? Battleships. Like, we had battleships. Battle <laughs> oh, man. What did we have? We'd do skits. Obviously, yeah, like, do, like, <laughs> and then make stuff up. Half the time, I made shit up, and y'all didn't even know it. Like, I know. Was, like, I figured out the eraser. next year that that's what it was. <laughs> It's like you know. Sometimes we thought it was like a whole planned out like correlation. Dude, but it was like, <laughs> let's let's find the eraser and time people to see how fast they can find it in a room. Like, 
literally it came to me probably like five seconds before I introduced it. No and then after, afterwards, all I did was just make a connection and it's like, see, you find the eraser, uh-huh. you find a sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it was super inspiring. And there was never, never a dull time. I mean, we did activities. We jumped off a plane. Man, yeah. after the summer, yeah, some of us didn't make it. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, yeah, with a parachute, man, we went kayaking. Really with. I know it's freaking cool. It is cool. <laughs> what, it, what, camera, what camera is that? Is it like a, you, you get it like Walmart or something or? Like, no, no, hmm. no. This is just the iPad Pro. Um, we're on Zoom, right? So it's like. Is that what it I've does? It's, it's on Zoom. So I've noticed Zoom specifically does this. I haven't seen it on any other applications. Like that's pretty cool. I can, yeah, I can yeah. No kidding. See how far this goes. Is that the I'm newest not one? Uh, the newest. Um, well, iPad. Yeah, this is the newest iPad. Holy crap! Uh, third generation. What is it? The Pro. For, the, for those listening, he's moving. He's he's walking left and right, and the camera's following. Yeah. Him. Like Look, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. On I'm Zoom. On Zoom. This. Yeah, I'm not touching the screen or moving anything. It's doing it on its That's own. pretty crazy. The the previous people that I had, they had something like that. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, but it was like on a super nice, nice little like desktop and stuff like that. You're just iPad. I didn't know they yeah, did that. That's pretty, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Dude, did you hear? Uh, did you hear about the uh, Elon Musk uh, lawsuit? I think I was telling you about this earlier. Yeah. Well. Like, explain a little more so he, so he basically built up dodge coin or whatever yeah, Doge, yeah dogecoin 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 however you want to call it crypto i think i probably threw a thousand in the mix when when he said so so if i did just <laughs> let me know <laughs> right <laughs> got I enough think, money <laughs> so i i think i honestly think because i've been in the crypto game pretty freaking deep i mean i wrote a dang book called love your crypto which i do have to send you jd i'll send you a copy um oh. And uh, I think it's more of like a Fugazi lawsuit, if you ask me. Like it's yeah. more of like more publicity kind of thing or what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I mean, there was, no, there was no agreement signed. If anyone's taking, That's what I'm saying. You know, like advice from him at that time, that's at their discretion. And if they lose that, that's on them too, you know. I mean, I did not, I, I rooted for Dogecoin because uh, Elon Musk kind of went into the whole crypto space, but mm-hmm. I knew what I was getting into and I knew it was risky, you know, and I guess for me, but again, if I can get in on that loss, like I mean, you said, but <laughs> I mean, he probably lost, I mean, I know like, wasn't, yeah. didn't he invest like millions into Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. He's, and it was he's probably, pretty big. I think when he did that, it was like 50 grand. Yes, that's right. He invested it like, yeah, that's right. Or 40, or 40 or 50. It was high. So like, yeah. He's, he's lost some money too. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. And just so everyone knows, it's like at 20 grand right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had a million dollars at 50,000 and now it's at 20, you would have 350,000 or something like that. Like you'd lose. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> he lost a lot more than anyone crying right now. That's it, right. Like, that's right. It. <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh like it's nice uh in the sense because of the community the whole crypto space and everybody's kind of you know put elon musk there's like there's a few like the whole Winklevoss bros the ones that tried to sue mark zuckerberg back then mm-hmm. uh the big ones uh kathy wood 
uh let's see who else is uh that guy the president from uh uh el salvador mm-hmm. he's pretty crazy about big i don't know if you follow him there was um yeah no he he went all in on his country for that right yes like, yes he moved his whole currency over so yeah so he's investing so they have so they have a couple of things they have like volcanoes so like they have like a like this like volcano that just doesn't stop shooting vapor they, they use that and turning it to like bitcoin mining they're creating a Bitcoin city and I follow him because I'm from Central America and I'm a huge fan of presidents that actually do a good job, you know, so there, but, uh, and promote the stuff that I like, of course. No, that's, that's interesting. Like <laughs> using vapor to, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it, it's a natural I, resource. It's yeah, exactly. And so it's kind of getting away from the whole fiasco of, you know, Bitcoin costs too much energy, stuff like that. So, um, Anyways, he's been getting pretty big into that. And that's pretty interesting because there's like, they had just had a meeting not long ago about- uh, Solar does like, the same kind. You, you'll hear a lot of uh, people asking for their, you know, solar systems specifically for Bitcoin mining. Wait, what? Oh, oh yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because you need power to keep those computers going. So have, have you done those deals already? Like, have you done, of course. Um, or, or no. Yeah, we, we've, been on, we've been on a couple of them, but- you know what's funny is like when it comes to inking the deal, mm-hmm. it goes down. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but oh you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, we 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 primarily stick to the residential. I know some guys that are doing it, mm-hmm. but I those because it because t- they require it's like a warehouse. People have like warehouses and stuff, yeah. and like like rooms, apartments. They have to keep it cool. Yeah, like, I mean, we could we can do it if the guy you know thinks the deal i mean we're more we're we're more now on like the installation side so when we get those projects Mm -hmm. we're like do you want it or not we're not there to like sell it or you know because it we get we just have so many projects that we're managing right now that it's like should we get off the pot so right right and so what you know what it is about solar that you know caught your attention because i remember i think it was dalton and trevor shout out to dalton and trevor y'all are freaking awesome uh, uh, they showed me the, what is it? The third industrial revolution. And I believe you showed them that. Yeah. So w- yeah. expand so, on that. Like, what is it, what is it about that that made it so like interesting? And yeah. So basically the, the concept of that video was that, you know, there's stages that the, that society evolves over time and we're in another phase of evolving Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how our, our power gets to the house, how vehicles operate, you know, um, how um, classes are taught, right? Like, you know, we're in that transition phase to another industrial revolution on how mm-hmm. things actually work. Okay. Um, you know what I'm, you know, you know what, is, yeah, you what does definitely that mean? See you, you have to see that video to, to kind of wrap your head around it. Cause it's, mm-hmm. you know, me just talking about it. Sometimes you're like, it doesn't do it any justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to see the video. Like but, good industrial but, or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like our infrastructure, you know, like how people get power to their house. Right. It still comes off of lines that are on poles. Mm-hmm. Right. In the next 10 years, everyone's going to have solar. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have power. on their on-site using batteries and and be autonomous and and not have to rely on the grid you know we're moving in that direction so it's just you know changing the the way you know our normal lives are 
um, mm-hmm. and, and kind Making of expecting. Them, yeah. yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, right. I tell my I tell my my wife all the time, like, you know, we just need to go buy land and uh, and put a heli helipad on there. And she's like, yeah. why? I'm like, well, because in ten years we're not going to have cars. We're going to have yeah, these no drones. They're going to fly no. us to. And I said this like years ago, and, and now we have I drones. Believe, yeah, Uber is starting. Yeah, the that, Uber I think of dr- drones. Yeah. Oh my God, it's really happening. And you, what's the date? Uh, June sixteenth, twenty twenty, right? Uh huh. Yes, 2020, 2022. So, yeah, mark my words. In five years, yes. I think it'll be more. You know, we're going to be in that transition phase where drone vehicles are really going to be. I believe that too. I believe that too. Because look at gas right now. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Look at look at like because we you you know what's interesting? I saw a little statistic the other day that the two things that went up the highest throughout this whole COVID thing was gasoline and electricity. And I feel like they're going at the mm-hmm. head right now. Because and gasoline they, hit zero oil oil on when you're on the market hit zero during COVID, right? I remember seeing it on the news, like yeah, it was like super low. low like, yeah, it, like literally, this was the zero line, and it just like was <laughs> hanging right there. And I'm like, damn, that and was now nice. It's at its highest, right? Just like okay. that heartbeat, right? Exactly, exactly, down. exactly. Oil was like, I can't go any lower. <laughs> they can. I feel like they can. Fuck all you guys. It's a hundred dollars <laughs> to fill up your car. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what they're saying, actually. Mm-hmm. Because they're making money, they're making buku money right now. <laughs> but obviously, they're gonna they're at their high. They're gonna come down too. And I think, you know, things like solar and, uh, you know, like you're you're talking about is capturing. Um, that's still interesting. Capturing energy from a volcano. Yeah, well, that's the first I've kind of ever heard of that. He they but have this sense. project. You should look into it. Do they have this project? This is like they they're just running this little like, and then it's just like you see like the little. Um, I wish people would see me do the hand gestures, <laughs> the the pipe that's coming out, and it's just like vapor, like they're just using that vapor to like power some things, and they have this sort of Bitcoin uh, city that they're gonna build and whatever. But yeah, that solar is gonna go right in there. So crypto, solar, I feel like they go hand in hand. Solar, yeah. electric cars, uh, you know, smartphones, internets, uh, yeah. Web 3.0, all that stuff. And then, you know, that's what I tell people is like, don't, don't build your business for today, build your business for down the road. You know, R- Rufio, you can see, yeah, it's Rufio and then I, yep, IO. The mm-hmm. funny, the funny thing, name, the name of the character from Hook just kind of like, was like icing on the cake because we okay. get a lot of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Rufio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to break it down, it's Roof and then IO is power. So Roof power. Uh-huh. Got it. Um, you know, our our uh, mission or vision, I guess you could say, is we want to marry uh, solar and roofing. Eventually, they will, they will marry each other and it'll be one product. Mm-hmm. And we want to get ahead of that eight ball um, to capture that that market. So, you know, we're we're courting manufacturers on getting that product and, and then, you know, kind of that being our flagship product. Right, um, right. Right now, we're doing sep- You know, we're doing um, roof installs, and we're doing solar. Oh, you're doing um, both. Yeah, we're doing okay. both. Okay. Yeah. Funny thing is, so you know, as you know, we I, I started in solar. Yes. And then people are calling, hey, hey, do you guys do roofs? We're like, no. You do roofs? No. 
You do roofs? All right, we do roofs. Yeah, we do roofs now. <laughs> Listen to the market. Yeah. Oh, you're a yeah. genius. <laughs> so we, you know, we just, you know, in-house that and learn, you know, I had to learn roofing, man. I, I don't know anything about roofing five years ago, but you had to learn it. And, you, you so, know, you kind of. For the people listening, and so those that are not as advanced in marketing and business as you, this is a perfect, perfect example of what listening to the market is. And why did you go into roofing when people were asking you to go into roofing? What, what's, the, what's, the, what's the magic behind that? Why did you do that? I mean... And why say no, Just I just do solar? Why not just say no? Yeah, so like they were calling you. At some point you said yes. Why did you yeah. just keep saying no? Um... <laughs> I was, you kind of get that flashback of like knocking doors right it's like uh, all right he said yes right so why would i pass up on a yes like let's figure it out and just uh-huh. give him what he wants right so that's kind of you know how how i did it um you know i i just threw a plane off of a cliff uh-huh. and then started building it right and, right you know right before it hit the ground and then right right <laughs> right right no i mean that so, no literally that's it. most people don't know this but like the easiest thing to find out what the best to do in business is is just ask people what they want and they tell you yeah, and they, or, yeah. Or sometimes when they're when they you got to give them what they want you just gotta exactly. say yes right exactly like, exactly and then if give even them if what you they don't want. know yeah even if you don't know then go figure it out now don't go you know don't put yourself in a hole or, or, you know, get, do something that's more than you can take on. Right. Right. But I, I figured I mean, like roofing isn't as hard as solar. And they go, um, and that's perfect. You're installing solar on roofs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, funny thing though, people have asked me to do security <laughs> and I've turned that down. <laughs> you're, you're, of course you will. <laughs> I would too, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Like, I'm like, oh man. If, if you want it, roll it into the, the price of the solar and I'll just give you cash and you go buy your own security system. <laughs> Godly. Man, it no, it it's a doggy dog world. The 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 security security industry it is a doggy dog world, man. It, yeah. and, I mean and it wasn't gotta... a fun that was a big reason I got out of it, man. Is I mean it just I didn't I didn't enjoy the the vibe of the sale. Like once you perfect no. it, you're like, all right, this is cool. And trust me, I did it for like 10 years. I'm like, right. all right. Um, yeah, this is, it's time to, <laughs> to move on. Time to do something else. Right. No, you, uh, so at my place, at, I'm sorry, my place, at my job, there's a freaking, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Quality system. Front door. Yeah back door yeah. uh, literally i was just like oh yeah of course <laughs> yeah no, no i know that feeling because i used to work in a place that was just like that yeah. <laughs> and i didn't like it and <laughs> i didn't like it <laughs> yeah and when i'm leaving those those solar deals and i see that you know the two gig panel on the wall i just i just smile yeah start shaking a little bit like <laughs> Yeah. No. I just figured, like, if I if I were to do security again, I'd be taking a step back. And I know there could be like money to be made, but like, I think I closed that chapter, and like, it it would just be an adder. I I burned Um, that book, dude. Yeah, (laughs) it was great. I made great money, but you know, I don't feel like I'd be I'd be evolving. I'm I'm laughing for the people that I'm laughing because I I love JD. 
but man it's most uh for me too like afterwards like the feeling afterwards of doing door knocking i mean you feel like you can't do another job afterwards i don't know if anybody listening feels the same but like you feel like after knocking doors it just gets you in this loop of just like sell 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 and i can i can i can that i don't know it it messed yeah. me up it messed me up for a little no, bit you're exactly right man i mean you know when i hit that low point i told my wife i'm like like she's like you know go you know you can go get a nine to five or you know do you know do something that's more stable right than knocking right. doors right but then you know i told her i was like you know, that's all I am. That's all I've yeah. been. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they, it took a lot, I would say at least a, a year or two to kind of like, I mean, I, I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm not afraid to go knock a door. Me either. <laughs> but, but, but once you, once you knock for 10 years, you kind of have PTSD oh, on God, dude. that door. Right? Yes. Like, yes. You ring a doorbell, you knock, you see your stand. You stand you know, sideways. <laughs> yeah. You stand sorry. You know, you have your whole routine yes. and then you start like, oh shit, I'm knocking doors again, you know, but, but it, yeah. Hey, it, it was a, it was a, and, and, and for the younger crowd that's listening yes. to this, like you need to go through that. You have if to. You, you have to, man. You have to, because like I can't, I can't relate any any, of any entrepreneur. I recommend it. Any entrepreneur, yeah. I recommend it, dude. Man, find a, a program like that, because yeah, it's yeah. hard, but fuck the lessons that I learned afterwards. I mean, it made me oh, yeah. tougher. It, ma it made me make me tougher. Oh yeah, like like that oh, pivot yeah. that we were talking about earlier. Like you know that I had to either make it or not. You know and. Ooh, yeah, security business. You know, you, you gotta be, you gotta have tough skin to go in that game. Security again. door knocking. <laughs> security door knocking. But uh, you know, in in our business, even in Solo, <laughs> there's there's uh, teams and dealers that you know uh, work through our organization. And we fulfill their projects. They're they're totally door knock knockers, right? That's all they right. do, and that's their marketing and go to strategy. And it's funny because, like, you know the position or role that I'm in now, you know, it's not obviously it's not a door knocker. It's more like operations, like mm -hmm. overseeing the whole company. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, over time I've learned every facet that I've had to, to at this point, but you, you get to talk to those sales orgs and those mm -hmm. um, direct marketing guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're talking on the, they're talking on the phone and, and they're like, you know, Oh, this customer, no, no, no. Or like, <laughs> you know, Hey man, it's, it's hot and, and and they're griping to me on like you know stuff and i'm like dude you have no idea knocked for 10 plus years and sometimes texas during the summer three of those years and like straight right yeah like and and the guy's done it for like i don't know maybe a couple months <laughs> and, you know, just, you're like rookie <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't call them. And the funny thing is, I, I never like. I'm sorry, I meant I've no never, offense. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't like say, I, you know, I don't call them out and let them know what I've done. Right. But it's just funny sitting and listening right. to that conversation and being like, man, you fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you know what? There's a bonding or. Right? there's a bonding about that because it's like once you've done it you know what the hell like and and then people are doing it you're like no keep going keep going you can do it you can do yeah, it yeah keep going and, and i mean i could I, and, it, and i also jump back to like the managerial side mm -hmm. of it where i like i want to help these guys and do that but i know if i like go down that road i'm going 
and, and, not, and it's not like going down the sales road. Like, right. I just, in, in, in my position now, I have to, you know, think about bigger focus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah focus on, on the whole, you know, mm -hmm. bird's eye view of the company rather than just sell. I mean, sales is always a big part. You're always selling, right. man. Correct. What position uh, you're in. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But like, you know, and I, and don't get me wrong. I help as much as I can on the sales side with, with our guys as well. But, you know, sometimes you, you want to jump back into that managerial role and, and help but you know sometimes you know that it's just gonna it's there's a lot more involved like really get that person to the next level right right and so how and how do you find the best talent because obviously people right now especially people don't want to work after covid like yeah uh, then dealing with the millennials tough. and like you know like mm -hmm. how, how do you find the best people because you're one of the um, best you're you taught me how to recruit and the reason i'm a good recruiter is you know you're one of the reasons why i'm a good recruiter Honestly, I learned a lot of crap from you, man. Hmm, that's a good question. How do I, how do I find the talent? Mm -hmm. Um, as a as a business owner now, um, and not like as a sales manager, I think it's a little different. Um, because I know what to look for in a sales manager. Um, because it's different for a sales manager that question. So I'm not that role anymore, right? I'm more right. like that operations so yeah. i look for talent um by uh experience you know i'll have conversations with them i mean everyone that we we recruit or onboard now you know if it's a big organization or they're doing volume i have a 15 minute conversation with them right mm -hmm. and that 15 minutes will let me know if they're you know i'll just let them talk you just you hear know? them you just listen to them dude I, after recruiting for so long, you, I mean, you kind of know, right? Like right. the guy's like, Oh, I'm going to do 150 accounts tomorrow. No, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, right. You know, it's good to have that mindset, but you know, and you, you know, even the guys that are, are, are doing volume, right. You can kind of dissect that as well. And you'd be like, all right, well, if you're doing 30 a month, let's, realistically you know in my mind i'm calculating and yeah you know expect you know if, if we bring this volume on how is it going to really look mm -hmm. and it's like all right you're doing 30 you're saying you're doing 30 i'm going to prepare for 15 got it yeah you know sales sales guys I mean, they always try to sell themselves right correct and correct so you know i, I kind of know that going into it and you can you can really tell um you know who you're going to work you know who you want to work with um, within the first 15 minutes and, um, you know, you give them the opportunity, you give them, you know, the, we've, we've based our model in where if they say they're going to do 15 or they're going to do 150, you know, they can, they can go through the gauntlet and mm. prove it. Right. Oh, so, you have it to where you can, like, you can see where, or you kind of test them basically. Yeah, I mean, sense. more so like putting more expense into that okay. that organization to help them grow. Right. You know, oh, okay. if they're not serious on themselves. Why should you know we put into that company? Right. Like, we we work with more of like sales orgs or, or companies that are familiar. They do their own process, right? Mm -hmm. They 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 go. They know how to knock a door. So I'm not training them on knocking doors. I'm, I'm training them more on like operations, like, got hey, it. Submit, oh, so you're submit okay. the contract and got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. So you're more of the infrastructure kind of thing. Like, yeah. a, so we oh, do fulfillment. Cool. So like, cool. if, 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 you know, you have a, 
uh, a sale, um, we have a sales partner that I would, I'd refer you to. I mean, obviously I can close the deal with you, but um, we, we kind of refer that off to our sales partners, let them handle it. Mm-hmm. And we help them structure it. So that way, when they're, when they sell the account, it's just a streamlined process into our company. Okay. Um, okay. So, so I've focused more over the last couple of years on bettering the process of our company and, and fulfillment than uh, building programs for sales teams, which I was doing in the past. Oh, and what's the difference? Or so, so the the difference is um, dealing with sales orgs on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said this, man. Dealing with with sales mm-hmm. guys is like herding cats. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you know, because they want to do this, they want to go that way. <laughs> right. And like, they have their ego. And <laughs> yeah, man, you're dealing with all different kinds of people. And like, what I've learned is if you build the process correctly, and then you you instruct them that this is how it's done, then it's their option to, to follow to, it. Exactly. Right. Like. Hey, if you don't want to submit a deal this way, then don't, but you have to stay, you know, um, you have to set, draw your line in the sand, right. And build your structure, but you're building it not just for the point of sale, but you're building it for the client, the customer operations, financing, fulfillment, installers, you know, knowing that if they do their job right on the front end and you structure it for that cat to walk through a specific maze and you give them mm-hmm. directions mm-hmm. to getting it to point of sale, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're not going to have those issues down the road with that account. So you said organizations, uh, like, so you only, you mainly deal with kind of like, it's like a B2B. That's what it sounds like. It's B2B. Yeah. So we'll, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have, um, we'll have internal, I don't want to close. So we'll have guys that'll want to sell. Mm-hmm. but um they've never been in the the solar industry and they don't really know the lingo right so instead of us internalizing a program for them we just pass them on to the, the you know the best dealer that we have that's that's operating and already and okay mm-hmm. okay how did you come up with this idea because it sounds like so cool actually uh, it, like youtube I mean, it was kinda, <laughs> it, well no it's kind of like the monotronics dealer right okay you know yeah. monotronics was the one that was fulfilling those accounts and and paying you know the financing for those accounts and being that structure to process that deal you're the monotronics of solar companies exactly yeah that's we process we process the account from start to finish so that we rely on the sales orgs to bring us the business and then we we you know fulfill on it on that order. I, you know, I thought I had an idea of what you did, but now it's like, now it like grew. <laughs> That's pretty freaking cool, man. I didn't know it was like, it was like that. It was, so you're, uh, so it, Monotronics, just for people, not, for people listening, Monotronics was the, like the parent company and owned the security company that we used to both work at. And he was my boss. And, yeah, they, they purchased uh, the contract that mm-hmm. the, the sales org or company sold. Mm-hmm. They would handle the financing. Mm-hmm. They would monitor that account. They would do, you know, post-sale, um, you okay. know, 
yeah taking Duties. care of the client yeah right right okay and that's what and and so if you don't i mean you guys are obviously very successful now and you know you keep talking about being in your high and stuff like that we don't have to talk about numbers it's it's a big number for people listening uh the, the sales that you make a month um and you're doing pretty well and uh you're managing and you're the you're the main guy you're running this and you're kind of contracting just people instead of having it in house is, is that what you're saying or yeah um i guess we we have trade secrets as a company okay and what i mean by that is like if anybody that was in solar like i gave them the script they'd be like okay that's how you're able to operate with low margins and do what you're doing got it um, okay. so i'm not going to give the secrets because then okay you know, that's fine no 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 totally fine yeah no, no, i understand we've been able to we've been able to contract um a lot of the the roles that typically you know people that are in uh solar they get top heavy right so they right. bring on all these employees they bring on all Correct. these expenses 100 and they they you know all these expenses and then one week the sales or a month the sales isn't there then they're they're upside down right okay. they're, yeah they're in some trouble so we structured it to where we don't have those overhead expenses um to operate um and people are going to scratch their head and they're probably going to call me well how are you doing that well that's that's my secret sauce but in the sense that if we had two accounts tomorrow or we had 200 accounts tomorrow and that that went on for like a month i mean we you know really need a couple of accounts to just cover the mm -hmm. the expenses that we have mm -hmm. um and you know we scale accordingly don't get me wrong you you have to scale you know up right. um for more for more um production mm -hmm. but we've made it to where that scale can go up and down relatively quick and easy. No kidding. Mm -hmm. That sounds complicated. Eh, it, the secret sauce is the, is the, the, the secret. The, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, it, it's yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we almost got it we almost got it out no, I'm just now, now i won't we won't get into that man uh i understand you know businesses they have to have proprietary stuff in order to function properly that's what makes them different that's what makes them successful proprietary yeah. it's but actually really well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it i'll give you a hint to the secret sauce you don't need to hire you don't need to hire six figure people for positions mm -hmm. to uh, for tasks that can be done um, if you put time and effort into structuring your process. Right. Right. Another, yeah, you can't start. Uh -huh. uh -huh. no, 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 well, I was just saying, you kept saying, like, whenever you said, like, the whole process thing, I was just like, whoa, like, this dude's thinking a whole different level. Like, talking mm -hmm. about instead of taking care of the product, the process, like, making the process better. Like, that's it. Thinks about that's that. it. You, you don't need to, you don't need to train your sales. If you have, I mean, obviously you got to do sales training and those boards have to do it, but you don't need to, if you have a good process, then you're managing the sales process a lot better if you structure it correctly. So, so any business owner, and, and this is a little bit of the secret sauce, make your, your employees are your employees, but then your CRM or your process, that's like 20 employees in one. Right. So if I you never invest thought in, about it like that, that's an employee. I, I see. And, and when I say employee or contract work or whatever it is, person I work with, your CRM is worth 20 people. 
if you're able to build the process correctly, right? Right, 100% correct. So if you have your process down, you don't need to hire someone for, you know, this position. You you automate it in in your CRM Mm -hmm. and you invest into it, which is like investing into another position. Do you still think, do you still connect like on, on the decisions that you're making? Do you think about like the third industrial revolution, like, like making it more efficient and like, or is that, is that what you're talking about or? Oh yeah. I mean, <sighs> I have some colleagues that, that I talk to, you know, we have our, our conversations on the solar industry and where it's going and like, that's I mean, what I was going to ask you too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, people just, just so, so, you know, I mean, like. Solar is going to be, you know, it's going to be mainstream. Um, every house will have it. Um, you know, I think us as, a, as Americans are behind uh, where we're seeing countries like Germany or Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and funny enough, I have um, teams that, that have come over from those countries that are working here because it's so saturated over there already. No kidding. And this is just, yeah, this is just the start here. So um, that being said, you know, I think that the grid is going to become a peer-to-peer energy sharing, like a web, right? Okay. So, so your house will create its own power and store its own power. And if you have too much power and you want to sell it, you, you know, you'll sell it back into the grid, but based off of your own terms and the, You're the, the, the grid company. is like a web. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're producing your own power. You keep it on on site, and if you need more power, then you buy it. But that that energy sharing, I see it being done through like an app or or some type of, mm-hmm. um, you know, system other than the utility company. Right. And then when you have excess power and you want to sell it from your batteries, and you sell it, and you know, you monetize um, the trading of energy. Okay. So, so do you, so now, cause you obviously see this, uh, or I don't know how you see it, but with energy companies, do you think that they're going to pivot? Do you think that they're going to stay the same or is it up to you guys to just change it? They're going to have to, the energy companies. I mean, you, you hear all the time, either they're going belly up or yeah. they're having increased rates to the yes. consumer. And that's why our energy bills are so high because they're not as efficient or they're not able to keep up with the demand right now. Is um, that what's happening? Cause I don't really understand it. Honestly, you probably know it better than me. Cause I'm just, yeah, I just I know mean, that they raised my, 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 I mean, I used to pay like, I mean, I live in an apartment here, like super efficient. I used to pay like $80. Now I pay like a hundred something. I mean, it's gone up. Obviously I don't see I mean, it. You, a, have a, you have a house, you probably see it more. There's a lot of factors that go into it um, on why the energy is increasing. I mean, it's, direct correlation you know to the kind of gas prices um but um it's they not connect. you're saying they connect well you have different power sources that power the got grid it. got it you know, like okay. coal-fired power plants i mean you have wind that you know all those wind uh that you when you drive out to the coast here in texas you see so the grid is you know getting power from different sources but um there was an article that I read that if, you know, I think it's like the size of uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, that that square footage or square mile uh, of space, if we were to put it like in West Texas, just full of solar, 
it would have enough power to power the U.S. and scale it even more. The U.S.? The, the yeah. entire it's country? Not, the entire, entire country. It's not like if you look on a map based off of that scale of this article I read, right. it's not it's like a dot on Texas, right? It's not a lot. Holy and it can power crap. the whole U.S. That's mind-boggling and mind-opening because it that means that it doesn't require much. I mean, it's still a lot. I mean, the size of Dallas is a lot, yeah. but it doesn't work compared to the whole world. If we all got together in a sense, it's not a lot. I think it was recent. I think it was actually Elon posted that on his Twitter. He put a map of what it would take to power the, the world. Oh, I no mean, way. if you look up his, his Twitter account right now and probably scroll down yeah. back maybe a, maybe a week, not even, uh-huh. you could probably see that. Okay, um, okay. where he where he put a map on like what it would take to power the world and it's really not a lot so you know just knowing that and and what it would take to to get coal-fired power plants and uh different energy sources off of the grid and just have it peer-to-peer energy sharing because if every yeah. house had solar that would be it's... the size that would be needed to power every house you know so does that mean that essentially utility companies are obsolete at some point or do they have some sort of function no they definitely have function because you have to service the lines the hardware that's that's there oh that's right but okay i think i think it'll get to a point to where it's not they'll deregulate a little bit more okay and allow the uber of power sharing okay right right, right. you need a okay. ride you, you hop on uber and you see this guy's got a car and he can meet you in 10 minutes and take you somewhere right i think it'll be the same for for power it's like hey man this this guy's got extra energy let me purchase it because you know this weekend i'm having a barbecue. Oh my god yeah no kidding and the, the the grid or the utility will will still service itself but i think the way that we purchase energy i think that'll you know, that'll change. That's interesting because it's like you think of purchasing energy. I mean, I just pay my electricity bill and I don't have any options, you know, like. That's, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's all how I it's got. been I, for I, years. That's how it's been for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but think, yeah. If I remember correctly, the third invest. No, no, I don't remember correctly, actually. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> I was just thinking of that. I love that. I lo- actually, the book that I wrote, Agent to Agency, was based off of that that the third, uh, that third industrial revolution bro yeah you should you should put the put the link in yeah the... no kidding huh yeah <laughs> uh, shout out to jeremy rifkin if you're listening to this and, and if we're cool enough can we meet you someday <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's still all like you know uh concepts as it's going so but it but it makes sense you know all the pieces come together and also, I thought one thing that was super interesting about the solar industry was that I think it was Nixon that brought it in the 60s and then they got taken away or Nixon took it away or something like it was brought like it had started in the 60s or something and then they took it away and it was like a policy and then they brought it back or something well, I know like that. that Nixon changed or maybe 70s maybe I have the year wrong but it's like in the past that like they brought it took it back they were going to do like the eco-friendly whole green kind of movement that they're doing right now but they squash yeah. uh, oil, oil industry squash that. I think the dollar was based off of gold back then, and he changed it to the oil, 
Okay. Something like that. That's from what I remember. <laughs> that actually makes sense. I got a, I got a D in history. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's all right. Don't quote us. Just quote us. Enough. <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, dude. The whole. I mean, all all of this, all of this whole electricity. Th- I mean, it, it's it's hit. It hits everybody's pockets, you know. And um, and it's cool that you're getting to. We're kind of kind of like a back end. Or not be the dealer. I didn't because I didn't know this. You get to be like kind of like a bigger scope of what's going on in the industry, kind of thing. Because you get to see, you know, the back end of things, man. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what, man? What is it like? So where so you already talked about where it's going, like the whole solar deal. Um, where like a little bit far beyond that. Where where. What am I trying to ask here? Is there anything that like the people listening that wouldn't know solar that, you know, aside from the grid and everything, is there anything more that, uh, that the solar industry will go to that will help eventually that we may not be thinking about? Yeah, I think, um, I think the vehicles and transportation, I think more cars will actually put solar on the car itself to charge itself. Uh, I think the technology, (laughs) yeah, the technology is still evolving there. So um, we'll see more of that. Um, I think, you know, with, with um, uh, the different material that we'll see. um, Okay. Like I said, we're we're courting a a manufacturer that's a roof and solar, um, you know, in one, Mm -hmm. you'll see that type of technology progress. that's what you're talking about marriage, the whole marriage thing that's yeah. going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Roof and solar will marriage. They'll marry each other. It's uh, I definitely, I'll put my money on that. Um, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's only, it only makes sense. Right. Cause you got two products that are, you know, they're accomplishing, they're in the same, you know, right. it's, yeah, they were it only makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and how, so is Austin, is Texas particular with solar? Like, is it a good state to do it in? Is it a bad state to do it in? Or what are your thoughts? On yeah. That? I mean, we, we operate, um, Texas is our backyard. So we operate mainly in Texas. Um, I've sold in other states. Uh, we have installation partners across the country. Um, I love Texas just because, <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's, I mean, for me, I think it's just, I'm just accustomed to it. And obviously I live here, but right. I mean, we have virtual teams that call into other states. Um, but I think as a whole, you, your big players are going to be California, Texas, and Florida. Those okay. Are, you know, big states. Um, Why so, those states? Or is it just because more people or? Yeah, more, po- you know, population. Um that's where people are, are moving to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you have other, you know, it, states like uh, New Mexico, Arizona. Uh-huh. I mean, every, the country is growing, right? Like every, right. the population is growing. So, but those are the three, you know, biggest. California, uh, Florida, Texas. Yeah. That's okay. Those are big, big states. Okay. Is it different between states? Like, like the one has like different like rules and stuff like that, or how you can do it. And like, you have to learn that. Oh yeah. 
no oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even in Texas, there's probably like a hundred different utilities, different, um, you know, obviously cities and towns. Oh yeah, um, every county's different and every city's different. Yeah, so really, when you go in, just for example, here in Texas, you have, you know, you have to get approval by the city and the utility, and it's like a oh the utility companies game. have to approve it. Uh huh. So you can interconnect uh, with the solar. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you're still using electricity, and they. Correct. Okay, got it. It's like a push and pull system. Right, right. You know, without a battery. Um, even with a battery, it's it's still a push and pull. Because I thought I I was just under the that it was just completely out of the utility. No, it's still connected in a sense. Correct. You so what it is is like during the day you'll produce power and you'll produce more power than you're using, and that extra power is being pushed into the grid, stored as credit. Mm -hmm. At night, the sun's not out, you need power, so you're gonna be pulling from the grid. But you're gonna be pulling from the credits that you're storing during the day and not your pocketbook. Got it. So, it's credits so that you build up. Yeah. Now some utilities are getting rid of the credits. And in that case, um, like for example, California is starting to move in that direction. People are getting batteries. So you're seeing more people getting batteries. Um, and even in Texas, some of the utilities here are doing away with credits. So mm -hmm. what the battery does is that excess power that you're creating during the day it's stored in a battery mm. and then at, and then at night when you need power because the sun it only solar only works when the sun's out yeah yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need power right? right so you'll pull from that battery at night and and if if you build your system big enough then yes you don't need the utility but if the utility is giving to be big you big enough yeah you i mean a battery one battery or like i don't know like a family of four 2000 square foot house um maybe only last you for like 24 hours if you're oh, running yeah. everything if you're running everything like normal you know you got ipads going tvs plugged in stuff like that when i think battery but i'm thinking like car battery i'm like but these batteries are like big like big little guys yeah. or they're i mean the size of like a a window okay like a standard window okay. in a house okay okay yeah so like you, you know, people ask me, they're like, well, is, uh, is this, is this system, you know, enough for me? And that's why we check their usage and look at their utility bill to build the system accordingly. Got it. But some okay. people call in they're like, Hey, can you give me a price? And I'm <laughs> like, well, <laughs> what you working with there, right? Like, are you trying to power like a 10,000 square foot mansion or are you, you know, trying to power, Cujo's house? Uh, yeah. Like, what are we working with here? Right. So it's, it's tough to, to get that gauge. And even if you have home A and home B and then the same floor plan, the same size, you might need different power requirements for each house because in home a you might have a business guy that's traveling mm -hmm. six months out of the year is mm -hmm. never home he doesn't use power well you don't need that big of a system to offset his utility and then you know home b same size has eight families living in there and yeah you, you know what i mean like uh, yeah using, yeah, yeah so your your energy needs are different from a house a to house b so more people, more square footage means more batteries. Is that what you're saying? Or more usage. Usage. More usage. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Power usage. Right. Because oh, the okay. guy got that, it. in got home it. A that's never home, he's not using power. The lights are all off. He's gone. Mm -hmm. So that 
that need for that power isn't really there. So mm-hmm. you can get away with a smaller system mm-hmm. um, and offset that that usage. Okay. Oh, where'd you go? Sorry, man. <laughs> my, uh, I think I'm on 10% on my. Oh, dude, no, we're battery. good. We're, we're, we're running. <laughs> we're running at the end anyways. Um, well, man, I, it's so solar is and then, and prime, prime, prime example, right? I got 10% left on my, <laughs> because we're using it, right? Yes. We're using the power to do this conversation. It's the same battery concept at your house, right? If you're using more than that, that battery is not going to last as long you know, for that time period when the, when the grid isn't helping support the, the power that you need mm. to offset your usage. Okay. So, yeah, it's, you're definitely the solar expert because you lost me on that one last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, the easy part is just keep it simple, man. Solar right. solar's it's a great investment. You're going to make money um, in the long run compared to paying the utility company. Um, so rufio.com. There you go. <laughs> Rufio.com. NRG roof. <laughs> do you do you have Rufio roof.io still? Or uh, did you no, buy that one? Got, or you didn't get okay. Not yet. I got a okay. buddy that 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 owns it. Um I actually saw someone that had it and I called him and I know really? him, so like but he's using it for another business. Uh okay. it's like a rental rental. But Rufio as a whole, I, I even if I was to and he offered to sell it, but roof.io doesn't really have the concept with having both of them together because it's roof power as a as a name as a whole. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Rufio, oh, we never transition. Rufio.com. I mean, it's easier to like if you tell people Rufio.io, they're like, "What?" Like yeah. .com is just so much more familiar too. And Rufio, you got I mean, the whole have, name. <laughs> I think we we have Rufio.io too, and it just forwards yeah. it to Rufio.com. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, man, yeah. dude, it was a, I mean, it was a pleasure catching up with you, man. I learned so much about solar. I learned so much about, uh, you know, where we're going as a society, just in general with electricity. I mean, you made us think of like a whole, you know, world. Is there anything that you wish I would have asked you, man? Is there anything mm. else that I missed? Anything else that we didn't bond over? <laughs> nah, man, this is fun. We, we definitely should do it again. And I'm sure we'll have more questions as they, as they go over time. Um, but no, man, you've been a, an awesome host and you've asked all the, the most, you know, most questions. Um, I'm trying to think of anything you didn't ask. Um, can't really think other than me just drinking, drinking water the whole time. <laughs> oh, well, that's what, that's what I was doing. I actually ran I out. Take, yeah, I, ran, I gotta take a piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> we are still human. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Well, thank you so much, Ziddy, for being here, bro. It's a pleasure, man. Uh, on the late podcast, you guys first heard it here. The solar, uh, what is it? Solar and roofs are gonna get married. That's her. Yeah, going. solar and roofs are will marry. Yeah. And it'll be one product. It will be one product. A, a solar roof, solar shingle. You heard it here on the late pod, late, on the late podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, JD, for being here. And let's stop this recording. See ya. Right, I'm gonna stop this.